Good morning, Grain family. It is the bad boy sweetheart, Arnold Francis, reporting live for yet another episode of the Against the Grain podcast, baby. That's right. Thank you so much for gracing me with your presence this fine morning. You know, it is a thing of beauty to be able to see a new day. So I hope that you are soaking in today's blessing. Now, in today's episode, we're going to discuss the age-old worry that many single people think about. What if I never meet the one? This question seems to be the fuel behind so many people's worries when it comes to love and connection. And the hope is that we can explore this in a safe and honest environment. So let's dive straight into it. So the title of this week's episode is, What If I Never Meet The One? So on that note, let's actually ask ourselves that question. What would happen if you never did meet the one? I want you to imagine something for a quick second. I want you to imagine that I'm a genie who can grant you any wish of your choice. Now, aside from the typical things like money, fame, or the fountain of youth, you decide to ask me, what does my future look like? After a few snaps of my fingers, you're whisked into another dimension, traveling at the speed of light into the unknowns of your future. After a few seconds, we appear in front of a modern two-bedroom apartment downtown. Tastefully furnished and meticulously designed, it's clear that financially, things have really worked out for you. Your body is snatched, your skin is glowing, and your closet is fully stocked. However, despite the presence of a seemingly bright future, you don't see the presence of a significant other. You turn to me and ask, where's my partner? to which I disappointedly shake my head. It's a sad thing to think of, I know. Look, I get it. You know, we believe in the possibility of soulmates, life partners. I mean, you know, you've been eager to meet, quote unquote, the one your entire life. You know, even as children, you dreamt about it. You meticulously crafted an image of who this person is, how they look like, what inspires them, what keeps them up at night and more. You've imagined yourself curling up next to this person and sharing stories of your day. You know, someone who will take care of you when you're sick and praise you when you reach new heights of achievement. And even if you don't believe in soulmates, at the very least, you hope for someone half decent to share this life with. But what if I could say with complete certainty that you weren't destined for love? What would you do if you knew that you would end up alone? Like what about your life would change? Would your routines stay the same? Would your pursuit for an enriching social experience change? Would you even dress up, look your best and go out? Would you pursue life with the same intentionality? Now, I know many of us are inclined to say that nothing would change because we believe that love exists in a separate realm in our minds to the rest of our lives. But there's a reality that many of us don't realize. So much of our lives are predicated on love. You know, love, believe it or not, is a crutch that we all lean on in some small way or another. You see, the, the possibility of love and connection is the reason you attended that barbecue last week that you didn't want to go to, but did so anyway, because you promised yourself you'd be more outgoing. Love is the reason you swipe right on dating apps. It's the reason you go to the gym or buy those amazing new outfits. Now, certainly don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's solely 
the reason you dress up and look good. You know, we also want to feel good for ourselves. But so many of the things that we do are driven by outside influences. I mean, just think about it for a second. If you knew with total certainty that you'd end up alone, you may still take care of yourself and take pride in your appearance. But so much of our choices are driven by the world, not entirely ourselves. For example, fashion changes because someone pioneers change and the trend picks up steam until it's a part of culture. We see trends and we adapt them. You know, we're humans. We live and operate best in community. And within community comes influence. Now, it's not all doom and gloom, though. These external influences in our choices, especially around love, can be the wind that pushes us into positive change. For example, for many people, going to the gym and staying healthy isn't just about the preservation of life and the betterment of our mental health. Some people just want to look good naked. Some are driven by the external validation of people saying, wow, you've lost so much weight, or damn, you're looking buff these days. You know, it can propel us into action that will ultimately provide us with the life experience that we want. The only problem I have with how we view love sometimes is that it can be a crutch. You know, we nest into this idea that one day someone will come and love us fully, flaws and all. We've been led to believe that there's someone out there who will see and love us entirely for who we are. You know, we fall for the lie that our other half will complete us, which in turn prevents us from becoming our own better half. The reason I'm asking you all of this is to help you see the very real reality. Our perceptions of love are flawed. We expect people to love us fully without actively working on ourselves. But let me let you in on something. If the tables were turned, would you be able to love yourself, flaws and all? If you were this future love of your life, based on who you are right this minute, Would you be able to accept you and all of your shortcomings that you're yet to work on? Because the cold and harsh reality is that unless we are deliberate about growing and working through our shortcomings and evolving into higher value people, we cannot expect to keep and attract high value people in our lives. For example, if you know that you have issues with controlling your anger or you say nasty things to your partner when you're mad, if you were on the receiving end of that anger, Would you be willing to accept and tolerate you? If the answer is no, then this should say a lot about the importance of actively growing and evolving as a person. Like, I know that I can be very stubborn when I want to be. And as a result, I'm always actively working on it. I catch myself in a state of stubbornness and I talk myself out of that mindset. But back to this idea of what would life look like if you knew you'd never find love? I mean, what would become of your life's focus? Would you place greater emphasis on career and success, building business, having impact and pursuing wealth? Would you double down on your social experiences that aren't driven by romantic involvement, you know, spending time with family? What about your friends? Would you still nurture your platonic relationships, even though you may never experience romantic love? Would you still be equally present in any of these relationships? Or would you make the world your oyster, traveling to every continent and country? If you could guarantee that you'd never experience the depths of a ravishing romance, what would drive your search for new thrills and excitement? Are you starting to see the big picture here? It's true that love plays a vital role in our lives. But when you eliminate the idea of deep romantic connection, 
you start questioning the value of almost every area of life, right? You know, the idea of building business or traveling the world feels less thrilling without someone to share this experience with, right? But let me give you another perspective. I honestly believe that if the possibility of loving and being romantically connected to someone was stripped from my life story, it would put the value of other areas of my life into perspective. Similar to how they say when someone goes blind, all of their other senses become acutely sharper. Although devastating at first, yes, we would experience true liberation because without the fear of ending up alone, we have an almost endless amount of opportunity to live and experience life fully. Just think about it. Your decisions wouldn't be predicated on what someone else does or doesn't do. You could wake up tomorrow and decide you're moving to Paris. Hell, you could live on every continent. You'd be more present in your relationships. You could choose to scale the corporate ladder. You could decide to build products and services centered around social enterprise and giving back. You could decide to study a PhD without thinking about the financial implications on someone else. The point that I'm making here is that the perspective of what is important to you in life would subsequently change. You see, love and consequently people have a way of distorting our vision for life in many subtle and often unpredictable ways. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to paint a negative image of love or connection. In fact, it's actually the opposite. I'm saying that if a life without romantic connection was guaranteed, it could very well be the ultimate form of freedom for us to really live purposefully. You know, we'd spend our time doing the things that challenge us, grow us, heal us, you know, make us laugh from the depths of our soul. We would dream bigger, deeper, and further, and with intentionality. You know, we'd become everything we've ever wanted in a partner. Now, I've said all this to highlight a very specific point. The reality is that although some of us have made conscious decisions to remain alone, the truth is we are all deserving of deep and genuine connection with people who deeply love us. A life without love is not a reality for most of us. You know, most of us will actually go on to meet and connect with people who will play special roles in our lives. But imagine living your life believing that you'd end up alone, even though you know you won't. Just think about that version of yourself that would come alive, a version of yourself that embraces all things I've just mentioned. You know, think of a version of yourself that is fully focused on building a wholesome life worth living, you know, filled with life-changing experiences because they've accepted that love isn't the central focus of their life. I'm trying to highlight that we must stop waiting around for people to come into our lives and change us. The truth is you will very likely end up meeting and connecting with someone. I mean, there's 7 billion people in this world. So statistically speaking, the chances are very high that you'll connect with someone who may very well end up being your life partner. But the quality of these people and the relationships they cultivate purely depends on you. If you expect someone to accept you with all of your flaws, with no active intention behind growing, then you'll meet and connect with people who expect the exact same thing of you. Wholesome relationships fueled by depth and true connection are formed with people who also demand growth and intentionality in their own lives. We have to stop expecting people to come into our lives and somehow accept us with all of our flaws, or worse yet, come into our lives and expect them to change us. We have to accept that we have to become our biggest supporter, and if we really expect to have high-value relationships with a high-value person, 
it requires us to strive to also be high value people. Trust me, there's enough destructive people in this world. Don't become one of them. See life for what it really is. Live and pursue life as if it's the love of your life and become the person that you're waiting for. Because the reality is that through every triumph, every failure, every moment of growth, every transition and every bout of pain is the reality that through it all, we have to be present in it. You're going to have to learn to be the one who hugs you when you're broken. You're going to have to learn to be your own greatest ambassador when you achieve success. Because there's an interesting yet ironic reality I've come to appreciate. You're the most attractive to others when you're not concerned about who you're attracting. You know, when we start to appreciate our own qualities and fall in love with the process of growth, we emit an energy, a sort of confidence, a stability, and a sense of adventure, which is undeniably sexy. So go out there and love yourself fully. Appreciate who you are and let the world be attracted to you. Hey, and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Against the Grain podcast fully wrapped up. Thank you so much for joining me for yet another episode. You know we're here every week on a Wednesday, so make sure you guys stay tuning in. Make sure you guys keep commenting. I love the energy. I love the dialogue that we are having through these episodes. And so continue to keep that up. It means the world to me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I talk a lot about intentionality and self-improvement and personal growth because it really is a big vital process in the quest for love and in the quest for genuine connection whether that's platonic or romantic it is a central focus because attractive people attract attractive people let's leave it at that thank you so much for joining me take this information and soak it in and we'll see you right back here next week for another episode take care